Thank you for joining us and listening to this series. Joining us today is Heta Jokinen. Did you want to introduce yourself? Yes, I can introduce myself. It's always the worst part, but yeah. <laughs> I'm an animator slash illustrator slash designer from Finland, currently living in Turku. And I used to study in Winchester School of Art for half a year. How are you? Yeah, we, we know each other. So this is a good opportunity for us to... <laughs> chat and catch up but also to share with the students because obviously we can't bring you over and our students yeah. are in in lockdown it's really kind of you to agree to do this for us you've had some time out of university now oh yeah as a yeah. as a free, free <laughs> yeah I, I graduated 2011 so almost now no, nine years yeah yeah so You've had a lot of time to adapt and learn the ropes of freelancing, working for the people, bringing in a creative income. Do you want to just to talk about how you've set up as a freelancer and your of having a healthy working environment to work from? Okay, let's start with how, how I started because, or maybe how, how, how I work. I, I work through, um, we have this small company or collaboration with my friends from the school and I basically work in so many different projects. It's good to have like a, a company to have and make all the paying taxes things together and then just like have this support of other people. That is how I work and sometimes I have different like uh, people who, em who are em employee for me. So I'm employer, employee. Which <laughs> does it go? Employ. Okay. If you employ other people, yeah. Basically, I don't know what else to say about it. Maybe how you navigate distractions, procrastination, or whether procrastinations. Oh, I think it's still uh, not struggle, but I think it's like a life lifelong learning curve with that. Mm. I think it's one of the most difficult things as a freelancer. As, uh, and uh, I just yesterday I had this lecture about like a healthy environment kind of like working environment how to work as a freelancer so this is perfect time <laughs> but i think the most important thing that i learned from there it was self-empathy so i think if that is like a, what i have to learn more so kind of like give yourself um, empathy when you start already because and i think it helps when you have some other people to reflect what you're gonna do when you start start to work you have somebody to reflect your ideas with and kind of like, I think it's more healthy for you if you, because if you are doing it all alone and not sharing, and then you go to the client with with, a, with that idea, you haven't like a, figured it out. And I think that is a problem, or at least for me, it is a problem. I like working with other people when, when we are brainstorming or whatever. I think that is most important thing to have people around. Do you select those people? Are those people that you you trust you're able to say anything that you like or share anything you like with them? Well, uh, there's 20 people in our company, kind of uh, group, uh, and there are like a main, uh, the main people that I talk and they're like really good friend of mine as well. So usually it's a creative people who are also doing the same work, like animators and stuff. So it's, it's easiest that way. But sometimes I use also like if it's for the client or I think it's good to also show with people who are like, like a, whose mind is fresh from the your field, I think might be as helpful as well. Yeah, so they're they're more like the consumer of what you might create. Yeah, and then that if it's like an animation work that I'm doing, it's also helpful to ha ask from the animator. And there's like 
really good animators. My, a few of my friends are really good animators, so they can spot the problems straight away. So they can say that you should do this properly. And then it's like saving so much time for me. And then I do the same for them in, in the field that I know better. It's kind of like rubbing others back or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounds good. You said about reflection. Is that something you learned at university or something you learned after? Yeah. Uh, most of, uh, I think I learned in Winchester, actually, like the starting of that process, like how, how, how did you did it a bit different that we did in our school, mm. Mm. you know, that like you had to reflect more afterwards, I think in your, your projects, you have more of projects already. And so I, I, I think I learned it, like started to learn it from there. And then also, I think that is the only way to learn in this, like, and also like, uh, aim where do you want to go which is also something i probably would have loved loved to know when i was um, starting like because i think that is also important to think where do you want to go and kind of reflect what you have done in relations of those like i don't know it's like um, so reflecting is really important but sometimes i forget it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a work in progress yeah it's right. so help uh, easy to say things but like doing them is more difficult. <laughs> yeah. If you were to give some advice to people thinking about life after uni and freelancing, from what you've learned, what would you... Um, I would love to say, like, if I say these things, it's difficult to do, but I would love that I had myself obeyed these rules when I started, but I didn't. But kind of like, uh, just do, kind of like, I think that is really important. Just do something and continue doing. And yeah. for some people, it's more difficult and some people it's easier. But just like, I think it's, sometimes you don't get the like pay job, but just like continue doing art because I think it's really important to succeed through art. And then also, well, I already talk about other people. So but maybe, maybe, maybe just like, I think it's really important to think, where do you want to go? And it's really important that you can change your aim as well. I think that I like my career career kind of like it's not straight path and I don't want it to be kind of I, I, I think it, as an artist it's good to go in a straight side tracks but always like know where you're going or maybe wanting to go or just think about where you are aiming. So is this about making sure that you're always evolving as, yeah, as an artist yeah. keeping things keeping things interesting for yourself? Yes yes and also try not to be too serious about yourself it is like the most difficult thing to be but I think yeah. it's so much easier to work when you are like kind of having fun and doing it as like a kind of a joke but not really kind of like in that kind of like play playful place I think that is the best place to create so <laughs> I agree I think this is what I've learned from you when I met you yeah. is that that fun just not to take yourself serious I think those are really good good points I think they're very good stalling points for creative to have aren't they that you stifle yourself in wanting to maybe you're overthinking something and you're not you know you're stalling your creative process and like you said just doing something and trusting that something will come of it even mm -hmm. if it might be the thing that you want to throw away in the bin immediately after you do it for example I can tell from my my, my background, um, actually, before I started to study animation, I studied one year math in a, in a university. And 
I never thought afterwards that it was like uh, uh, I, I threw my one year away because of that. I think it has been so good for for my artistic self, and also I think it's coming all all the time. Like the, all the that path has been so good. So kind of like also don't judge judge your choices as well. Kind of like previous mm. choices because they they will help you, and then you can have fun with them. That sounds interesting. I think for people listening, they might say, "Why, why math, and why do you think that was useful?" Uh, why math was because I was always good at it, and I could get uh, inside of the university with my good grade from the high school. And in Finnish, because the university is free for us, it doesn't matter if we want to. I just want to learn, so I just went there. <laughs> But after one year, I was like, "Okay, this is not my career. I don't want to." be a mathematician and I wouldn't probably be that per perfect but I think it is like it's philosophy basically pure, pure philosophy and mm -hmm. I like my 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 favorite math was uh, this that you have like uh, letters not numbers almost counting that kind of weird st stuff so I think it's like logic and and philosophy that you learn from that that's interesting and then I can see that connection with creativity because that's within those things of metaphors and character. And, and they are also for the future, for for the future jobs, they are really important. Actually, the woman who gave the lecture yesterday, she she told us some Google, I think that some boss in high level in Google has said that like a future job, there is like a, if, if he would go to study now, he would go study philosophy or, or arts. Because ah. they are like the... Because the, the, our, our working environment is um, move, moving so much, so the jobs are changing. So those are like the fields that like they are needed in all jobs, like creativity, creativity and stuff like that. So I think it was really interesting. Like that's very hopeful. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, me too. I guess. Uh, do you want to talk a bit about dancing? Because you also are uh, dancing. I love dancing. <laughs> yes, I can talk about dancing all the. Time. Yes, I. I think that is like the the thing that I missed most, which is like we also people, my because I'm not, not, I'm I'm living in my own apartment and I don't have a people around, so I'm missing people. Yeah. But like a like the what I will do first thing after meeting people, my my like close people, uh, I want to go to dance and I like that is something I'm missing so much. And I think dancing like uh, and I mean dancing uh, freely, kind of like not. Also, glasses are nice, but kind of like just going in a bar and just dancing the whole night away weirdly. And it's mm. kind of like so freeing. And because I think it's part of that kind of like laughing yourself, not laughing yourself, but kind of like uh, playing. It's kind of like at best it's playing when you're dancing and you feel shame and you feel that you everybody's looking at you and you suck. But then if you get over that, it's kind of like, please, so... The, th the thing we were talking about before about being an imposter, right? Oh, yeah. In, in terms of being a creative. Do you want to talk about the parallels between maybe dancing and and this? I think there's there's something there. Yeah, it, it might be. But, but there's like a, one of my friends just said, said to me, like, for, for first, I, I would say like imposter syndrome. I think everybody is afraid of it. And as I said to you before, like I have really... Friends have um, amazing animators, and just today one of them sent me like, "I feel like an imposter now," and I, I was like, "You're so amazing, and you still you have that feeling." Yeah. But uh, so every so many people are feeling it anyway if they are like still pros. So I think it's also kind of like you have to be kind of 
it's paradox to be in this business because you kind of have to be in a like wave of that imposter syndrome and just like it's kind of like wave in a sea yeah that's a nice metaphor i like that yeah so it's kind of like just talk about it some person about that so maybe then, then they can say it to you that like yeah this is what you do amazingly so then you can again people <laughs> get the feedback but yeah okay so where was where were we what did i have to say yeah and i think it's i think it's also good to say that you can make it but know that somebody might also judge you by it i think it's Sometimes some people like, uh, for example, artists, I don't know if in, how it's in your country, but Finland, you get the like artist fees. You can have like one month or one year art, art paid, kind of do art. And also those people who get it, they apply it and they, they do lots of work to get it. They also get judged what they do. Yeah. So I think kind of like um, if you just do things for the other people's like uh, professionals, whatever that means, and like uh, some... What is this that everybody is actually afraid of? Because if you think about it, you don't judge, I don't judge other people that way. Kind of like, we just like, we are so afraid of other people's opinions. Me too. But then I don't think like other people's work, like, oh, this sucks. And I'm going to tell them now. And like, yeah. I don't think like that. I'm just like, I, I wouldn't do that that way. But this part is cool. So it's kind of like... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what we are afraid of, but I think it's like a good correlation uh, if you talk about dancing and making art. Um, children are my favorite company to dance with because, and also make art with, which is kind of like interesting because they don't have that shame in certain age. They just like do it. And for example, so, so for example, children who dance crazily, they, they are like, they so they are so free in in a way that they do. So I think that is something I I'm trying to reach back. That's childlike. It's so difficult to because I'm talking, but then I know that I have these same problems. <laughs> kind of like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's like um, I'm most happiest art artist when I reach that spot of making it like, and not caring about other people, but also making for work kind of like when it's easy, when you're in a flow. And I think that comes for me from the playing, playfulness comes for me, the easiest way to get there. It might be different for other people. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just me. <laughs> no, exactly. We're, I think this is the, the thing that you have to weigh up. Hetta, do you want to just talk about perhaps what we could learn from from Finnish culture and and coping with isolation? Yes, well, we are really good at isolation <laughs> because, <laughs> well, everybody knows where, where the Finland is and we are quite isolated as, as we are. Yeah. And we are quite, uh, there's five million people living in Finland and we are quite big country. We are bigger than UK, for example, as a land mass. But still, there is only five million. So there are lots of like, we are used to having like space for ourselves. And so I think isolation has always been, I, in this situation, it has been easier for Finnish people. And um, but as, as I talked to you before, I think the nature is so important to Finnish people. And like, so if we are, even if we have been isolated or locked down, we can go outside and go to the nature. And, and I think that is something I would like to like other, teach to other people just go to your nature and just go like uh, 
because that is also something for your health, like mental health. It's like go to the forest if you have it near you or go to the nearby whatever, some outside, just yeah. see nature. And it's it's really healthy for you as well, for your mind. And for example, if you are stuck in your work, just go outside for a while and just come back inside. And I think it helps if you can do that. <laughs> I don't know. Can you do that now? We can. can we can. We we were able to, we're, we were lucky in that we could go for walks outside yeah. our home. I think there was an mm. hour restriction, but I think this is it's changed now a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we have the same, well, actually our school started yesterday, so schools are now open because we are in, uh, like, a, we have been too good for our isolation, yeah. I think. Yeah. What, what else to learn about Finnish isolations? Oh, uh, I think really important thing that I would love, love to teach, we are really good, we're really good with the silence, kind of like... Um, we are okay with the silence and it's kind of like we actually like the silence and it's really probably nerve-wracking to some other people from other countries that are used to having like lots of talking all the time but we are like we are, for example my really good friends we sometimes we have like a call with the skype or whatever and we we might be like one hour just draw in our own <laughs> not talk yeah and just like in normal life as well just like being in other people's company silence is way to, for you to also manage with yourself and mm. also we have we are really independent kind of so that would be something maybe as a child I'm I'm used to being alone when I was a child already. So it's kind of like, it's not scary. I yeah, I think this is something like I got a vibe from you early on. You were quite brave in that you weren't scared to visit other countries on your own or travel or investigate or, or even move. And I think we were talking about this um, last week as well. And I think that there's there's almost like freedom in everything you're thinking about or, or doing. Like you're actively seeking out your own way rather than being shackled to anxiety or a fear, even though you might have it. I definitely have it, actually. I have yeah. lots of anxiety, actually. But it's like um, I also need to do it, kind of like I, I need to go free and <laughs> do it. So it's it's good to have also the need. And I understand if you don't have a need, it's more difficult to go over your anxieties. Mm. But um, And with anxiety, I would say that also speak to people that is like the best way to if you're feeling like is this feeling this feel is normal and then you, then you should say it to somebody and somebody would say that sounds crazy that is something that i learned my anxiety like weird things that your mind does to you when you are thinking inside of your head maybe this time it's also really important when you are alone lots of alone and that that you say to other people like this is this thought that came to my mind and is this normal and then they can be like that doesn't sound really good <laughs> and it's okay that somebody says to you that also it's okay to be able to feel weird things yeah so there's a and nice problems with your mental health as well yeah i think and that was yeah sorry no no carry on you're on a yeah I, I think i'm just going to say that my mom uh used to work as a mental health worker 30 years so I have, I'm used to talking about mental health stuff lots with her because mm. she's from the, uh, it's her like a job. So I think it's, I, I have been lucky enough to have that kind of background as well. So, but that is like the talking is the main thing that I have learned from that. And 
Um, yeah. I think I'm, I agree with that. I, I definitely had that when I was younger. I don't know if it's just, I, I guess other people have it as well that aren't in the creative fields. But I think when you're a creative person and you're not maybe a, a scientist or an engineer or something like that, then I, th I think there's there's underlying thought to, do I actually have a real job? <laughs> yeah um, and also we are really in Finland we are really orientated like what do you do to the society what is your worth coming from that to what you do to society and it feels sometimes because it's it's so important other works like nurse or whatever yeah. they are so important works that it's easy to see the importance but also like it's really important to make things as well and it might be in a also, what is I think is pretty interesting, important uh, if you compare like um, freelancers and big companies. I, um, there is this meta level of work that happens. Like uh, good, good art makers for the, for example, we had Robio, uh, or we still have. But in the best days, when I when I graduated, many people, uh, Robio is the company that made uh, Angry Birds and makes Angry Birds, and it's from Finland. And uh, many of my friends that went to work there and like uh, people, um, it's like the meta level of where, how they learn to make like good art is from their freelance level. Like I think it bleeds from the free, freelance level to the company level. And without that meta level, level of freelancers, I think it's, uh, there wouldn't be so good art in a, you know, I, I don't want to say higher level. What is the <laughs> other level? <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. I think that I'm just draw from everything that we've yeah. talked about because I think there's threads in all of this. So freelancers being having a lot of freedom, I think, yeah, not giving into their anxiety or just talking, being honest about their uh, mental state and keeping a healthy mind, visiting the countryside. Mm. Yes, and kind of like self-importance if you feel like why I'm doing this, which is also I think really important question to ask for yourself. I think the artists are the ones who ask that ask that question quite often. I think everybody should think why I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but I think it's also that you have to realize that you you don't see like straight away the the good things about for example I'm making uh, I have made lots of children's stuff like um, animation series and animated in those and make design for them. And I, I don't know what is the like uh, level of how much I have influenced, for example, future. I, I, I will never know, but I, I'm sure that there is influence in there. And it's like, but it's not, yeah. I, I can't see it straight away. And also that is actually interesting. Coming from the small language family, it's, it also helped probably me to be freer with my mind because we learn already like three languages in a lower school, kind of like we start to learn English when we are 10 years, 10 years old. And when we are 14, we start to learn, no, 13, we start to learn Swedish. So yeah. we at least have to learn three languages. And you also learn kind of like, because they are so different. Finnish language is quite different from the English language. So it's kind of like you also learn different set of mind in that way already so it's easier to get free your mind in that sense i think yeah that's a good point i failed miserably at learning languages I, I think i need to try harder yeah but it's also so basically so many our programs are in english and i have learned so much from the tv when i was a child already the english and you know 
it's different when you have to kind of learn it to go around the world. You don't yeah. really have to do it. It's more 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 difficult to do. <laughs> no, that's true. I guess do you find literature or reading helpful for you for for creativity or like maybe watching films or something like that? I really love short animations, uh, like uh, short films, and I love to go animation festivals. I think that is best set for me to go see animation, yeah. short animation. Somebody selects them, and I have to sit in a. I, I see it in a big screen, and I think because I, uh, otherwise, if I try to find it in the internet, it doesn't work for me. So that is one. One is really uh, inspiring for me, and the other is like I love to read. I just love to, I have always loved to read. So I like to read uh, science books mostly because I think it's uh, like, uh, for example, natural, natural science and stuff like that. So that is also inspiring for me. Yeah. Do, do you get any inspirational ideas for maybe narratives for your illustration or, or animation from, from those books? Definitely. Yes. And I think I really like, um, not the political things, but kind of like point out things maybe in in the world so i think science for me i think it's like a i really like sci, uh, science and art. i think they are really important to have both, those both in, at least for in my life i think science is kind of like up there. they are saying this they are explaining the same thing but in a different way do you I think, think like, do you think it adds depth to your work maybe definitely mm. definitely and yes and maybe yeah. purpose because i think that's the other thing that Definitely it's, also it's what that. we've spoken about, but we've not said the word purpose. And I think maybe that could be helpful for a level of anxiety that, you know, your work is rooted in some kind of meaning. Mm. And yeah, yeah, I think it's also like it's so much easier because making art is so hard pro process sometimes, especially if you do it as like if you want to do your own movie, for example, it's it's really hard process to do it. So I think it's good that if you have like that kind of, uh, you know, scientific background or some background, like, for example, I, I was helping to make my friend to make a movie about like, uh, she just had a baby and like about that. And it's called Mother and Milk. It's about like uh, giving birth. And it's, it was like a, quite a process to make that for her. But it was so nice to help her to do that because I also felt that uh, a woman in my age, we have I have lots of friends who has kids and it's like really important to topic and also it was like a, a tiredness of parents basically the, the film so i think it's really important i i didn't do it but i i would love to be part of it so it's important to have that kind of like also but i it might not come from the science though it might come from the like you see people doing something and yeah it, it doesn't have to come from the science but i think the most important it can come everywhere, but just be open about it. Be ready to take it in because many good ideas that I have is it's my own weird ideas that I have inside my head. You know, those ideas that you were like, why did you think like that? And then you start from there. It's kind of like weird. Yeah. I, I don't know if other people have those. But I kind of think that you accumulate all of these aspects of observation and maybe science and and factual things and, and sort of mash them around in your head that create these strange abstracts. <laughs> yeah. my, my, my mind works weirdly, but I think it's, it's also good to know what, what is your weird things that you do and use them in your, in your like, uh, cause I, it always felt like I'm odd when I was young, 
so now I'm gonna use my oddness for something like yeah maybe, I don't know <laughs> well I don't know because I think I think for you because you push on sort of the free freer aspect or pushing the boundaries of things I think you're more open to your authenticity and perhaps <laughs> other creatives are on the the not so brave side the kind of hold maybe they're holding back and not allowing for that authentic flow it might be um yeah it's it's difficult to i understand it though it's it's difficult to take that step as well and sometimes i'm not that authentic because if you're also making work it's also work mostly i try to be kind of like do my own stuff but it's also work sometimes so sometimes you like make i think i because one of my problem was like i had really huge like four years ago i think it was like I lost concept of what is good, which is weird. I, I I was working this client through the other company, and I thought that I made really good illustration to have, make animation, and the, the client didn't like it at all. And for me, it was really good. I thought that it was good, but then they said this is not good, and I was like, I after that, it's like one one year. I was like totally lost of what is good. It's really interesting mm. because. Obviously, sometimes you have to make it for the client, but then I was like, this doesn't feel cool, like a beautiful, not beautiful, but kind of my my beautiful. So it's, yeah. I can't do things that doesn't feel beautiful for me. So my beautiful is actually ugly, <laughs> which is difficult in, in a common sense, ugly, kind of like, I like ugly things. So it's difficult. Sometimes you lose your sense of goodness in, in your work. And I think that is also struggled too when you are not doing the common thing or following the path of doing what is asked but it also you lose if you just follow what is beautiful in in a in a common sense kind of you might lose some authenticity yeah so. so following a trend rather than being authentic to yourself yeah 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 but i think that authenticity has its beauties trend is just everything's lost in the same it almost becomes beige and boring yeah um, and it's also kind of like be ready to lose your way in some way and also that is also part of the process which is <laughs> it's, i'm not selling this career quite well <laughs> but it's <laughs> but if you're animator it's easier because you can in you can you can be an illustrator and animator at the same time so as an animator it's easier you just animate things so it's not you are not all the time making artwork as as like a designing so yeah. it's easier to have this safe space safe space sometimes there are times when i i'm not happy with my design and someone else makes it and i animate it i'm very happy mm -hmm. and that's also kind of that is that might be the way how you find your niche kind of i, I think everybody has their own space where they you just find it i i'm not there yet i know i'm not there yet but you do it by knowing what you don't want to do and you can try something and you're like i, I don't want to do this but you try yeah yeah you, you did it and you learned something from it but you you can now say to yourself i don't ever want to do this again <laughs> for example i oh, I, I used i i worked as a product ma manager in one of the one of my friends projects and it was so stressful and not like healthy for me. So I don't want to do it again. Yeah. But I was quite good at it because I'm not really good. I like Excel and stuff like that. So there's one piece of advice you could give students in isolation right now. What would it be? Mm, be gentle to yourself at the moment. It's also good to learn how to just make things and not 
they are not they will not always be the perfect but you have to make them so be gentle to like at the moment if you are really stressful stressed yeah i think that is really important thing yeah but that is that is like a be, be gentle because to yourself and other people but at the moment you are probably with yourself so be more gentle to you even. <laughs> yeah. that's wonderful thank you for for joining us and and giving us this time yeah it's great to speak to you yeah and you're welcome and if you if uh, somebody you can find me in instagram and if somebody wants to ask me anything you can ask me your students if they want to it's okay grand but yeah we'll share some links yeah um, so yeah thank you very much welcome